First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom, and we're all locked in our own individual cages once again. We're doing a remote one. Lockdown the 6th? Is that right? Is that, I, I mean, it, that sounds more like an inheritance title. Lockdown the 6th, son of lockdown the 5th. Pappy lockdown. Pup, grandpappy lockdown bequeathed this recording to us. And it's only yeah. just made its way through the will inheritance process. Yeah. In that case, then that would be lockdown six. This time it's personal, right? As a subtitle, surely. Lock ti- lockdown the sixth. This time it's personal, but let's not make it personal. It's all business. I'm about business. Let's get down to this business. Skeletons in the closet. In brackets. That I like. I mean, lockdown the sixth. Skeletons in the closet. Brackets. The pappy closet. Um, <laughs> oh, grandpappy lockdown. The, the, the grandpappy climax. Oh, no. In the grandpappy <laughs> clock. Old pappy lockdowns, grandpappy, grandpappy clock. Really, that's what we're going with as our catchy movie-like subtitle for lockdown six. It's too late. I've already had it tattooed on my hands. F-W-S-L-T-S-P-G-P-G-P clock. Ah, yes. clock. We're here to solve up some problems, not just to come up with catchy titles. Uh, we got some problems from the first world we need to fix. And I mean now. We must. Because otherwise someone will be slightly inconvenienced and uh, that's, that's not what we want. That's, we can't go a week letting that happen. Like Knowing that for seven days somebody in the world somewhere will be mildly miffed is just against, it's against the code we take when we started this. No, we don't do mild miffings. We want full miffings or not at all. Full miffing or get off the pot. If you're a half myth, then... <laughs> That's a sign of disrespect. Yeah, it is. Support our myths. Unless it's the Queen's birthday. Have an ice soda? I don't know. Have a nice soda. The, you can be half miffed on the Queen's birthday with a nice soda. And that's it. Who wants to kick us off? Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Just give us the choice and take it away. No, I like that. <laughs> Who wants to begin, Oscar? I like, I like being told what to do. This one, this is a twofer. This is both a first world problem and a haiku. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Bring a little bit of that, culture to the group. That's our first. I've had the haiku klaxon for fucking a year and a half. <laughs> Finally, a chance to use it. And here's the haiku klaxon. Haiku. Lovely. Excellent. So uh, this one comes from David M. Edwards, uh, who's uh, got a hashtag in his name. Don't know what FPB, FBPE stands for, but okay. that's also a thing he wants you to know. Um, and he said... The dog occupies my side of the bed. Is this a first world problem? Ooh. And I'll show you the, I'll show you the picture here. Don't know how well you can see it, but um, the dog is sleeping in his place. What an inconsiderate dog. What an inconsiderate dog and what a strange way to phrase that question. I think he, he, he wrote it out and then went, I'm going to make this into haiku. This is not an organic haiku because it's the dog occupies line one. Yeah. My side of the bed is this. It's line two. Not really anything. A first world problem, line three. That's someone with some intentions. Yeah, yeah. He, See, he, the actual, the story of this would way better fit another poem format, like Limerick. Um, there once was a sleepy dog. Okay, bad start. And he slept on my bed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, you're absolutely right in that a haiku is probably not the best mode of transport for this particular issue he's having if he's really determined on making it into any kind of a poem. Do you reckon this is just like what his life is like? Do you think he kind of sees himself as the haiku guy? Have you checked his other material? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the rest of his Twitter to see if he is exclusively uh, haiku. All right. 
No, no. Hang, hang on, hang on, guys, guys. He. Oh God. This is not his first haiku. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> um. Okay, <laughs> and they're very good. Yes. All right, this is what they're I want. Very good. We'll deal with the dog problem in due course, but yeah, haikus, yeah. please. David David M. Edwards, haiku connoisseur. <laughs> Does he label himself as such? He labels himself as an antediluvian computer person, author of software products Supernat and Path, plus my book, The Spirit of Age. Doesn't at any point say that he's like haiku master, but I have I have I have bankable evidence to suggest the other otherwise. Um the tweet immediately before the dog problem one is amidst the days of November's grey misery, there's still some sunshine. I hate this man. But I love his work. I absolutely hate this man. <laughs> I love th- I love his ethic. I love his work. I hate his face. Um, the w- <laughs> now, this the one immediately before that one. Yeah. He was on a hot streak, obviously. These all happened in the space of a day. <laughs> okay. This one is relocated to... Wokingham, mechanical, clocks have sprung to life. Is that what happens when you relocate to Wokingham? Clocks spring to life. Relocate. The the point is, relocated to Wokingham, mechanical clocks have sprung to life. Um, But just uh, the way in which he's phrased it makes it sound like it's William Shatner telling you a scary story. Yeah. (laughs) It really. Mechanical clocks have sprung to life. The thing is with haikus, aren't they meant to be. Isn't each line meant to be a thing in its own right? Yeah, I don't think... You it, can't just cut off a word halfway. Going to write a haiku. Ooh, that went well. He's, well, this is the thing. He's, 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 done, he's done where it does line up. He's, he's got more. He has, he has haikus for days. Oh. Um, where guns are controlled and drugs aren't criminalized. Peace and quiet reign. Ooh, Ooh he's getting political yeah. with See, that's it. See, like, that's good. That's, that's, a nice, good. that's a nice haiku. The mechanical clock one went a bit far in yeah. the wrong direction. Yeah. I'm not uh, going to lie, absurdism with my haikus is a little bit too much. It's a bit too much spice in my broth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this one's quite... The futility of it as well. Okay. Uh, skim a stone across the Atlantic. It still won't touch America. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone I mean, think it would? It depends how I think. Thing is, though, David, it depends very much on how hard you skin. <laughs> yeah. If does touch America sound quite a lot like a 2020 presidential campaign? Touch America. Yeah. <laughs> touch America. <laughs> America, I'm touching you. I think this is my new favorite guy on Twitter. <laughs> the fish restaurant of our youth serving the catch of that day is gone. <laughs> That's what? Oh, what? That's nostalgia combined with loss. That's oh wow. There's something really, really heady about that. Like, yeah. Oh, the catch of the day is what day? Wow, David, you are just <laughs> okay. Okay, one more, one more, one last one. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta move on to fixing this problem. I know, but I've just established this. This is my day now. I just want to let you know that this is what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The final one here from uh, David M. Edwards hashtag FBPE. I listen to the songs of my laundry as it waits to be ironed. <laughs> oh, David. So poetic. Beautiful. Oh. oh, chef kiss. I'm going to make an executive decision here. We're solving uh, his problem by haiku. Well, I, I think we don't solve the dog problem. We solve his problem. The haiku it, it, problem. The haiku problem. 
How I mean, do you live your life just as a haiku? It's it's not look, we're not here to judge people's lifestyles. We're here to help. He came to us for help. He wants to solve his dog. It's very clear that he only communicates through haikus. <laughs> okay. Let's, yeah, so let's, it's let's very just clear reiterate the dog let's reiterate the dog problem just so we're fresh, because there's been a lot of other a lot of inspiration that's come through. Uh the dog occupies my side of the bed. Is this a first world problem? Right. Okay. Now there's three lines in a haiku. Yes. Yeah. There's three of us. Okay. All right. Can we do this off the cuff? Who's taken seven? <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm, I, feel co- I feel like I've read enough haiku recently <laughs> through David that I'm ready to take the seven syllable. Okay, so Oscar can be seven. I'll take opening five. Joel, okay. you've got to put a bow on this. I'm the closing five. Right. Yeah. So just take a minute. Remember, you're going to have to react to what other people are saying. <laughs> it's got to make as much sense as a David. A genuine David. So none. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dog needs company. Who needs a dog anyway? <laughs> Gently push him off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like it. the three stages of grief. It really is just kind of like accept, like kind of admiring and empathy, and then kind of. But wait, do I bargaining? Do I bargaining, and then finally acceptance. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a very compact version of the of the grief process. Yeah, I think that's possibly our most succinct fix ever. That's seventeen words. If we're stuck in the weeds for like a kind of uh, a quick fix in the future, I think we should just use the David method and haiku our way out of it. You're right. Okay, this is this is a first for First World Solutions. We have birthed a new way of thinking. So from now on, each episode will try at least one David method. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be a haiku. It just has to, has to be a fix in line with their submission. So, well, hang on, because so for certain ones in which they've like heavily hashtagged or like it's a picture submission, we have to yeah. do something similar. So we have to heavily hashtag our solution or take a picture that fixes it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. A multimedia podcast. This is gonna go. This is gonna go well. Well, because yeah. like other than well, to be fair, it's a good opportunity because other than tweeting when the show is out, we don't mm. use our Twitter very well. That's true. Like we occasionally post a picture that we've mentioned. Like I'm gonna retweet from the account. David's account so like he's get. I want David to get some followers out of this because some fan mail yeah I want him to share his gift I want the rest of the world to be able to see his gift yeah. in the way that we've, we've experienced it oh 100% I mean I don't think I even follow him yet and hence why we have christened it the David method the David method the David method David M. Edwards oh to be fair it's not like he needs our charity he has three and a half thousand followers <laughs> yeah but he's about to have three and a half thousand and three yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna get him. Maybe, maybe he'll appreciate it and send oh. some of those three thousand. Potentially, it, yeah. It's all about playing the game, gentlemen. Got to grease a few elbows. If we here. get, if we, if we can get David on the podcast to relay a first world problem through haiku, oh, then please. that'll be the last episode because I'll definitely want to retire on that high. Yeah. There's no coming. Okay, maybe no. we need to cut all ties with David. We're flying too close <laughs> to the sun. Icarus. <laughs> That's an in joke that no one would get. You okay? So there's this guy. There's this guy called Icarus. He got some wings. Oh, he got some wings. He liked the sun. We don't have time. <laughs> there's no time. <laughs> Moving on. Tom, you got something for us? Okay. So this comes to us from Barrington on Twitter. Thank you very much, Barrington. Uh, who says 
the all-you-can-eat dim sum place charges an extra $10 if you leave food on your plate. And I am too full to enjoy the last two steamed pork buns. I don't really see a problem with that. That's good. That eliminates waste. It eliminates waste, but it's an amazing kind of risk-reward system almost. Because when you go into an all-you-can-eat place, you do tend to have eyes bigger than your stomach and go, it's all I can eat. I am going to eat. Yeah. And then when you go up for your like fifth portion, you have to kind of think, how much can I actually fit in here? How much do I play off? Like how much you can stuff in and how much I want to stuff in. Well, because it's not all you, it's not ever really all you can eat. It's all you should eat is what they should say. Yeah. It's not like a it it is not an eating contest. It's just uh you will get your absolute money's worth because you can refill as many times as you want. There's a um there's a place in London, like near um near the Camden train station called Doodoo. Excellent. And uh it's it's fantastic. It's the only Chinese restaurant I've ever been to which will have roast potatoes and like toast. Not prawn toast, just regular toast. OG toast. Next to dumplings and, you know, noodles and crackers and stuff like that. And so, I, like, when you go around the first time, you do get a little bit of everything. You get some of the nice sauces, some of the nice dumplings, some of the nice, like, little curries and stuff. Mm. There were two trips round I went where I just got a plate of roast potatoes. And I think after plate one, I go, I'm definitely full. But if I do a second one, that's a story. And here we are in that story. Didn't enjoy it as much. Didn't what? Well, technically, you're 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 thick in it, but that's the thing. You don't enjoy it as much, but you go. Well, I have started now. I don't want to leave it because I'll look like a coward. Mm. So, but but equally, you, forcing it down is tough when it's like a big dry mm. thing as well. So yeah, it's really it's 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 an effort to kind of look upon that and think oh, I can definitely get this down, especially something like a steam pork bun. Like this problem has like that's yeah that's heavy heavy. That's a that's a chunky guy. So what we need to do as a fix, by the looks of it, is find a way to sneak this food out or clean the plate without anyone realizing. Places to hide food. Thoughts. That's always what they watch. That's what they've got the security guards for: is to stop people slicking things into their bag. They've got watchful eyes. Okay. Foil-lined rucksack. So how do we beat the eyes? You meant, well, could we do it using the buffet? Go on. Have you heard of pocket sand? Pocket sand. <laughs> um, I've heard of. Both pockets and sand, but I have to admit, never in combination. Pocket sand mm. is a great strategy to get out of any kind of altercation. The trick is to have a pocket <laughs> full of sand. <laughs> then, okay. following you so far, yeah. yeah. Then, when a threat presents itself, think of our friend the squid. <laughs> when the squid is stuck, this is frustratingly. When you said pocket sand, this is exactly where my mind went. But I went, he can't possibly <laughs> be going there. So, when the squid is startled, he sprays ink. And makes good his escape. He goes into his pockets. He goes into his pocket, pulls out his ink. Unfortunately, humans, A, don't have an inbuilt ink pocket. And B, their pockets aren't ink proof. So you drop it. But the next best thing is sand. Pocket sand. So when you get startled... <laughs> I've always said sand is the ink of the... Pocket people. Yeah. However, throwing sand in a restaurant just seems a bit uncouth. A touch. But pocket rice. Pocket noodles. Interesting. So it's appropriate. So what you're saying is use the buffet to find your kind of <laughs> your equivalent to the ninja smoke bomb. Yeah. That you can use to get out of there without paying for the extra steam pork buns on your plate. Yeah. What's the what, what is the most distraction-y kind of food? I think if you saw a whole stir fry flying through the air, I just want to see how, like, how it moved. How, yeah. I, I want to know how exactly that would work. The aerodynamics of a stir fry. Does it kind of spin into a cyclone? Or do like the peppers go first? 
Do they lead the charge? Does it does it does it stay does it stay as one solid unit or does it break apart as it goes through the air? Yeah, send out scouting parties. I have no way of knowing. Okay, so run me through a scenario here, Joel. You are in um an all you can eat Indian buffet. Okay. You have uh had eyes bigger than your stomach and you've decided that you want a few extra samosas and onion bhaji. Oh yeah. You got back and you can't even take two more bites. You're done. You're you're totally done. You know you're going to have to pay $10 if they come and find this on your plate. You have one minute to escape without realizing, utilizing only what's at the buffet in an Indian restaurant. What is your weapon of choice? Go. Okay. Well, I've got, I've got all I need because you said onion bhajis. Yes. I don't know if you've seen an onion bhaji, but it's actually just a collection of lots and lots of small dagger-like shards of onion. So what you do is you pick the bhaji up and just kind of roll it in your hand until it splinters into spikes and then you throw okay like caltraps like caltraps exactly and then you throw down a spike <laughs> trap and run away and they try and follow you and they get footfuls of onion and, and when they try when they try and like pursue you in their cars their wheels get uh punctured by the um yeah by the shards that you've left on the floor so they can't escape yeah, the, the wheels time you do. from their car that's hanging in the restaurant i guess mm. perfect Okay, Oscar, same question, but the Baji Caltrops are out. Yeah. Do I still have access to samosas? Yes. You you have you have access to the whole Indian uh experience up at the up at the buffet. The you have a minute to use it and get out. See, I think have you ever like taken a playing card, like a business card, between your fingers and like thrown it so it like flies and you if you get the angle right, yeah. you get the push right, it like really yeah. takes off. I'd try and do that with a samosa, like squish it as flat as I can, because mm. it's already still got sharp corners, which I think would help its aerodynamic property. Yeah. But I take one of those, squish it real flat, like maybe like put my plate on top of it. So squish it against the table, mm. put that between my fingers and then throw it. So it like sticks into, I don't know, person, wall, door, <laughs> eye, eye. One of the bits, and then yeah, that okay. I think is going to draw enough attention. People are like, oh my god, how did this happen? What's going on? Where I can kind of like get my arm, scoop the rest of it into my like, I, you know, when you upturn the bottom of your t shirt, make it kind of like bib. I like go with that, scoop it all in, and then like waddle out the door while they're tending to mystery injury, their, their wounds. Yeah, so Indian throwing samosa. Okay, nice. Okay, I like this. Yeah. And Tom, did you have a backup situation? Yes. Let's say you're not an Indian. Let's say you're not an Indian. You're in a Thai oh, place. I've got, I've got one for Indian shit. All right. Right. Well, that's you don't want to get too comfortable. You know, you, you've got to be able to roll with these punches. Can he hit two joints in one night? Can he make good from the Indian place and then dive straight back into the Thai place next door? No. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you, all right. That's fine. You're only human. That's, that's fine. That's okay. Um, this is the thing. I'm not immensely familiar with Thai food, other than the fact that there'll just be a shitload mm. of noodles and yeah, and spice. So noodles and spice and all things nice. Uh, I mean, in a Thai place, probably what I would do is um, simply, like Joel suggested, throw the noodles like um, like sand, but to the point where it will wrap around the uh, the face of my enemies like a squid would. Ah, face hugger. A face hugger, exactly that. I'm going to go the alien route. But the trouble is, you'll see that coming from a while away mm. and avoid it. What I think I'll do is I'll, I'll kind of wander up to the buffet, scoop as much um, uh, noodle varieties as I can, into uh, a small bowl and start walking towards the exit with the bowl underneath my shirt. And uh, when somebody kind of taps me on the shoulder and goes, excuse me, sir, that's when you unleash in one full motion and throw as fast as possible and then run. Because if, uh, if you do it from far away, they're going to dodge that stodgy noodle coming right at your face. Mm. 
It's got to be a surprise attack, like a velociraptor. More like a shotgun than a rifle. Yes, exactly. You're not you're not sniping anybody here. This is close quarters, like a a defense. Like you know, animals in the wild that have um kind of venom, like that spurts yeah. if anything mm. touches them. Yeah, if you touch me, I will throw noodles in your eye okay. very fast. Here's a uh, here's a pacifist alternative pacifist to, rather than, yeah. to, to the to the noodle bowl. Um, you, and it, it also it would work as a kind of like doubling down, uh, high risk, high reward. If you have too much noodle, you go and you procure two bowls, fill the bowls with noodles, and then pop those bowls like bottom end out. Onto your chest, you got yourself, and then put your t-shirt over the top of it, you got yourself some noodle boobies. And then you can just leave unencumbered. Because everyone's like, that's just someone with some noodle boobies. What? Someone just with, not even noodle boobies, they're just boobies. It's fine. I want to, yeah. So why are the noodles important there? Well, I feel like we've established that they're the thing that there'll be more of in... But can you just use empty place. bowls? Yeah, you're, you're, not trying to get, you're not trying to get away with more food. You're just trying to leave so that they don't charge you for the food you haven't eaten. Well, in that case... You're just using the food as a weapon. In that case, noodle bowl, booby them. And then they'll be so impressed <laughs> by their new boobies that they won't pay attention to you. You've been titted. You've been titted. You've been noodle boobed. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm going to... I'm not going to veto that strategy, but I'm going to say I'm not personally going to employ it. That's fine. At the next door you can eat, I go to. I'll probably stick to something more classic like pocket rice or caltrop bhaji. I mean, for for nans, I mean, the the best way I could imagine it was if you get onion bhaji, which typically are very very dense. Yeah. Put them all in the middle of a very big naan, and then kind of like almost scrunch that up so you have a kind of flail, a, and then you can mm. just beat people with a naan mm. flail <laughs> as you leave. Or you can kind of like. Uh, put it on top of your hand like a kind of like baseball catcher's mitt. Oh yeah, and then you can just like highlight over there at like high velocity. And if they yeah. try and throw anything back at you, because obviously they've been trained in the same arts you have, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> you studied at the same <laughs> academy. <laughs> the takeaway art. It's always personal. Never. It's never <laughs> business. Never ever business. I, yeah, I think we've given people a few avenues to follow. Definitely, there are obviously myriad strategies, but those are some of the more common ones. Oscar's given us a bit of a a obscure one, but I'll let I'll let him have just it. Just say it. Just say it's worse. It's okay. We'll still be friends. Noodle boobies. Terrible idea. <laughs> but fantastic name. <laughs> fantastic name. We'll move on. Got one here from our boy Anthony Martin. Amn th two two one. The guy. The guy. Our boy. Number one guy. Top guy. He's he's the most number onest. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's the only number one, but out of all the number ones, he's number one. <laughs> he's the oneth one. That's... He's the prime. He's in the top ten of number ones. We got two actually. One about food and one about names. Ooh. What do we want? Well, we just did. We just did. We just food. did food. Yeah, names? We'll do names. We're learning more about him every day. He says my full name is Anthony Cyril Martin. Nobody ever gets it right since I live in Slovakia. In need of a memorable nick. So I'm ho- I'm hoping I pronounce that right because if not, we're off to a bad start. How's it spelled? <laughs> it's C Y R I L. That's Cyril, right? It's not Cyril. Because uh, I'm thinking maybe if it's Slovakia, they pronounce letters slightly different. Maybe they do like Kyril or Cyril or something. Cyril. Yeah, like I'd like to like preface this whole section. Like if we have gotten it wrong from the off, we're all very sorry. Yeah, but in a way, <laughs> it does lead into his his initial question is that no one ever gets it right, so you can't exactly. blame us. It's your fault. We are but vessels for your message. We're vessels for your name. And names for your vessel, which is Anthony. That's that's the name for your vessel, I guess. See, 
Now, why? what part do you think they're struggling with here? Because that's how we need to choose a nickname. Because, for example, easy easy nickname for an Anthony is Tony. But if that's the part that they can't quite manage, then we're just yeah. like, we're focusing it almost. Well, I'm thinking since it's he's specified his middle name, I think it's the middle name they're having trouble with. I think it's the Cyril. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's probably, uh, it, it's the overall package of all three names at once. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm very sure i'm semi-sure i should say i was gonna say you don't sound it because i can hear your keyboard googling frantically what you're about to say that's google (laughs) don't worry don't worry about google (laughs) don't worry about google at all the irony here (laughs) is that the slovak language uses the cyrillic script Huh. huh so maybe they pronounce that word differently Maybe it's maybe it's pronounced Anthony Script Martin. Yeah, Anthony Words Martin. <laughs> maybe. What are the chances? You've got the name of the words. The issue sounds to me like that people are struggling with his full name. Now we, as a community, kind of did develop a system for this. Initials. Uh, however, ACM initials aren't always great nicknames. So what I suggest we do is we simply come up with something else that those initials can stand for that is catchier. A cool man. A cool man. A a cool man. A cool man. <laughs> Not the cool man. He's just a cool man. Like there's there's more than one cool person. Cool men, cool women. There are cool people everywhere. Case in point, three of them right here in this room. They invited themselves into this room and they're listening to us talk. But that's three cool men. Three cool men. If your name was Tony. You could go by the moniker Three Cool Men. Three Cool Men, yeah, because... But since you're Anthony, you're just a cool man. You're a, you're a cool man. I mean, that works. I, I, I do like a cool man. What, yeah. about, uh, what about you? I think for, for brevity's sake, it's, they should always all be one syllable because this is a nickname. It's got to be punchy, right? Yeah. Do we have any alternatives to a cool man? Uh, sport. Sport? Sport. sport. It does. It does kind of negate the the acronym vibe we were going for, but maybe it's spelt with an A. There are no common letters, so maybe that makes there it no- better. Okay, because it, maybe it's clam, clam, clam. <laughs> maybe it could be an anagram <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, it's an anagram with extra letters. Yeah. Well, no, because so what you're saying is you're saying it's like Anthony Cyril Martin. Yeah, that's L A C M. So it's clam. Yeah, clam. I think. What up? It's your boy Clam. I tell you what. If I was called Clam, I'd be fucking stoked because that is a dope nickname. Yeah, I'd be I'd be super into Clam because yeah. that can go have that can have so many offshoots. You can be Clammy the Clamster. Yeah, you could Clam out Clam Boy Jones Clam Sandwich Clam Bake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just thinking of different ways in which you can prepare clams. Come clamming with me. Wham clam, but thank you clam. (laughs) Clam clam. Clam you You clam. Yeah, you could be part of the hit band clam. Uh, (laughs) Soccer clam. (laughs) Is that soccer AM? Yes. (laughs) The clam busters. I clam who I clam. Um, Yeah. Prosciutto clam. Honestly... Anthony, or should I say Clam, take your pick. All of these are great nicknames for you. If you don't want to be a cool man, you could be a cool Clam. Yeah, all of these are great nicknames for you as long as you don't hate the word Clam. If you do, then we might need to rethink. But I think as a placeholder... Why don't we combine the two? If we combine the two, we can have a Clam Man. (laughs) That's great. It's the Clam Man. What's nice about that is because because you've got the M and then the N. 
it is still a bit of a tongue twister. So it doesn't sound like you're trying to patronize the people you're meeting. You're still giving yeah. them a test, but it's a little bit easier than, than your original name. Uh, also, no one's forgetting that in a no. hurry. Hi, I'm a clam man. <laughs> not that's, it's so respectful it's not like yo what's up i'm the edge Ugh. yeah if he was hi i'm an edge that's pretty good there are you're others like, you're marking yourself as someone within a community because if yeah. you're a clan man there must be other clan men out there people might get confused and think you're like a juggalo like you're part of a movement but yeah as far as i know a clam is not like a gang no. They get together. They have clam jams, clam bakes. Yeah. If you, I think this will definitely mean that you can get included in the clam jams because mm. I know that I've. I, it's been quite a closed door for me as someone because who I'm doesn't not have clam, a clam in their name. Man, yeah. I mean, to be fair, my middle name is Clayton. That's close to clam. Clamton. Oh, that's, that's good. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Clamton Lydiard. That's well. Oh. That's not the best. But then you've got OCL, so maybe you could be Clom, or I could be Cool. <laughs> Mm. I just have to put another letter in there. Look, we put another letter in for Anthony being clam. Why can't I have cool? Because you're not as cool as clam. You've got a point. Uh, no, he could have cool. Yeah. Or if I if I or I can either have cool or loco. Both of those are good. Yeah, I think you should go for loco. I think that fits you down on the T. That that'll be good. See, now Joel's name, if we're going with this system of you may add one letter and use an acronym. I've got no vowels. You've got no vowels, so you have to choose one vowel that strings those letters together. What the letters J, W, F, and D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's not one. There's nothing. J, W, F, and D. Yeah. Um Jow. You can be dojo. But you just pronounce one of the letters wrong. <laughs> Most of the letters. Yeah, you just pronounce them wrong. Dojo, yeah. if you pronounce the W as an O. <laughs> yeah. And then add in another O. Maybe instead I can, I can swap a letter instead of adding a letter. That would work. Okay, yeah, that brings fine. me up. That keeps me at four. Yeah. So what would be the best letter to swap? I think the W is the one that's throwing it. Okay. So J, D... And then you can add in another one and swap out another one. Okay. Like an O. Like J-Doff. J-Doff. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's nothing. Doja. I think you I'd... could be Doja. <laughs> Doja. Doja. That's what people call weed sometimes. <laughs> Very rarely, I'd imagine. Very rarely. No. I think that's you now, it's though. It's a thing. Doja. That's good. It's that's not good. good. You're Doja now. For all that Doja you love, Chiefin. <sighs> you big... Chiefin? You big doob head. big... You Have big you Doja? Smoked weed in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Um, hosted by your boy, Doja Loco. <laughs> <laughs> now, that really does sound like a show about weed. Doja and Loco. It really does. Tom, yeah. Tom, you, you're the. the. I don't want to be the. You're the. You're the definite I'm article. Not, I'm not the. My, I mean, my middle name's an A. So he could be Hat. Hat. I mean, but I, then I get to add a letter. I can be Hate. Oh, Hate. <laughs> no, Hi, no. You, you, if you add a T, you could be that. Because then, then was like, what? You go that, and you go, yeah, I'm all that. I, I'm literally that. I'm all that. I'm a hundred percent that. I'm a, an entire vat of that. <laughs> I'm all that. Here's a bag of chips. <laughs> so, a clam man. Welcome back to your favorite show, hosted by that loco doja. Tell me that doesn't sound like a that lo that loco Doja. Oh, I hate it. Call now. <laughs> I don't want to be Doja. Well, you should have thought of that. I didn't want to be that, but I'm here now. But you're all that. 
Yeah, so it's okay. And Anthony probably didn't want to be a clam man, but that's who he is now. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least he'll have some company. You can join in with <laughs> yes, the clans. from the other clam men. Find your other clam men. Start yourself a chowder. Yeah. Start yourself a blue clam group. Get out. Uh, I shan't. Doja follows no rules. <laughs> uh, I guess it's time for a horse smelling symposium. I guess bloody say. Sounds about right to me. That would be our, our, our well, that would be our segment of the show where we just say things. Uh, we're each going to say a word and it then we don't know what they're going to be. I don't know what mine's going to be. We're just going to make it up and we're going to string them together into a product and hope that it's something we can sell. And I'm sure it is. We're pretty good at this. Oh yeah, we're well versed. Well, at this versed. point, it's become a it's become a machine, un, like not unlike uh, those massive factories you see cars get made in. Yeah, definitely not like that. Like we are that efficient, <laughs> but not unlike it. It's somewhere in the middle. It's like a four. <laughs> uh, so has everyone got a word ready? Yes. Yes. All right then. We'll count down from three. Then three, two, one. Cycling. Short. Tactile. Well, this is a product that's fallen right into our lap. The tactile cycling short. Nah, that's too easy. They, that's, just, <laughs> that's just cycling it's, shorts. No, no, no. This is what I'm thinking. Short tactile cycling. It's an offshoot <laughs> of regular cycling. In the okay. same way they have mountain biking and road biking. Mm-hmm. We've got short tactile cycling. The problem with cycling regularly is that you're going too quick to actually experience the things around you. You're going too fast. You're going too far. Exactly. You, you need to be... You're going too long. Have you seen those teeny tiny little clown bikes? I have seen those teeny well, tiny like little clown six, bikes. Well, like six pedals gets you nowhere. Yeah. Maximum effort, minimum out, output. Maybe it's clown bikes, but also you're driving through like a... Not what, not sensory deprivation. The opposite. <laughs> sensory overload chamber. Right. right so it's... The, the bikes are very small, but the saddles are designed so that you feel every tiny crack in the road. Also, you can sight, they've got stabilizers on so you don't have to steer, so your hands are free to touch the things around you. Yeah. Maybe they've got some felt. Maybe they've got some foam. Oh, the bike itself is tactile. Oh, that's interesting. It's a very rough bike. It's a rough, well, not, not all over though. Different bits. Like, you know, yeah, you know those books you got as a, when like you're like a baby and they've got different pages have different mm. textures on them. So one's like a shiny one, one's a smooth one, one's a rough one. It usually tells a story. It's a bike that tells a story through touch. Yeah. Excellent. And okay. partly on the bike and partly through the sensory overload tunnel. <laughs> Where all the short tactile cycle races happen. Back to the, back, back to, back to kid tech. Do you remember those like pop-up tunnels that like fold down to like little hula hoop sizes and then... It's elasticated out. It's just one of those, but big. But it's like a vacuum seal either end. So you are only feeling and seeing what's going on inside said tunnel. One comes free yeah. with every bike. Or maybe one bike comes free with every tunnel. Yeah, it depends on which one costs more, really. I think a tactile yeah. bike is going to cost a lot just in manufacturing because it's going to have to go through a lot of different places. Potentially, yeah. You have to send it to Sweden for the foam. Yeah, that's where all the good foam comes from. And back to Croatia for felt. Back again to a different place in Sweden for the rough bit. Obviously yeah. then to Japan for the robotics yeah. section. Yeah. And uh, over to Scunthorpe for saddles. Yeah. Notoriously best in the world for riding mm. implements. And then that's it. That, the, the headquarters is Scunthorpe. Yeah. If it, that's, where the, that's where the best sensory overload track is. Scunthorpe's sensory overload biking. 
Like it's incredible. Once you once you get out of the first area, like you you start going into the bubble zone, and that's just a wonder to behold on your tiny bike. Mm. And then slowly you move into into the forest zone. It it kind of takes the progression over Mario levels. Yeah. Uh, then you go into the fire world. Bowser's there. There's a lot of lava that you should not touch, but you can if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, you, you're yeah. able to. You're not restricted by the medium you still shouldn't it's still lava but you can do it i can't count how many times i've cycled past lava on my regular size bike and thought if only i had the option to touch that i'd still choose not to but i want i want to be able to yeah i want to make that decision i don't like the choice being made for me it's kind of like a did you ever go see those like 4d cinemas oh as in like um uh the ones at disneyland and stuff yeah they like blow hot air at you or like little splashes of water or whatever it's kind of like that yeah you get you, you get stabbed in the hand yeah you do full on disney has gone hardcore a guy takes For your real. guy takes your wallet even though that's not happening in the film <laughs> it was weird because i yeah. was watching toy story but you know it's still a good time i guess he's a sheriff he he put he put a bowl on his head and said he was buzz lightyear and asked him to give him his wallet i mean what am i gonna do not give buzz lightyear my wallet come on <laughs> he's got space to go to I'm sure that's not cheap, but it's that. But it's like um, it's self-propelled. You're piloting your own 4D experience. <laughs> that's the advert. Pilot your own 4D cinema experience. Yeah. No, cinema not included is a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get in there with those disclaimers. You don't really don't want people going like I was expecting the cinema. It was a bike. Is that like two? Is that two separate disclaimers? Like asterisk double asterisk or is that just one i feel sentence? like double asterisks aren't seen that often i would i would be very keen to bring it back into circulation yeah so, yeah especially if it's the double asterisk off the first yeah asterisk. so it's asterisk does not contain the cinema asterisk asterisk immediately afterwards like this is all the same line is a bike yeah yeah it's a bike i mean that does mitigate those horrible like christmas day blues of just like mom i wanted a cinema and you got me a small bike and then the mum, as i remember we all had um mum shows you the warranty and shows you well actually this is exactly what it promised so shut the hell up the disclaimers yeah have a merry christmas this is what you asked yeah. for you saw the box in the shop it had the disclaimers on it yes they were in tiny font mm. but you're tiny so you should have read it exactly closer to your eyes if i was able to read it and i'm comparatively larger than you the letters are comparatively smaller. <laughs> My eyes are bigger, so therefore I see less. Especially if it's small. And you're small. Why, don't, why can't you read? You're the worst two-year-old ever. <laughs> Get on your rough bike and go. go. touch some lava, you oh. reprobate. The fire world awaits, two-year-old. Merry Christmas. Go touch some lava is a great dismissal of a sentence. Oh, go touch some lava. It's like, oh, go, go lay an egg. But it's, oh, go touch some lava. I think that can also be our advert. Go touch some lava. <laughs> the short tactile bike. We'll need to do some like um, covert viral shit where we get go touch some lava as an insult into the mainstream public consciousness. That's quite a marketing campaign. Go touch some lava. And I was like, yeah, you idiot. Go touch some lava. And then we'll come along and we'll be like, now you can. <laughs> go touch some lava. Now you can. And I'm like, oh, it's changed everything. But surely I won't be able to do it on a bike. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> That's why the other phrase started creeping in. Go touch some lava on a bike. <laughs> no, go touch some lava. I can't. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> you can do it on our bikes. Yeah, and only one person says it. <laughs> it's one interrupted monologue yeah. from one guy. Yeah, monologues aren't a, aren't a big thing anymore. Well, let's bring those back to... Monologue yeah. adverts. With a lot of disclaimers and lava. Mm. You'll love the sweet smelling taste of... Mm. You'll love the hot sweaty touch of lava on your short tactile cycling holiday. 
I love it. To Scunthorpe. Back to Scunthorpe with you. Back to Scunthorpe. If you can make it out of Scunthorpe, you know you've got a good product. That's a good metric for success. That's what they say in business school. If you start in Scunny and you end up... With money. Runny. Yes. <laughs> Much better than I was going to go what? Sorry, what were you going to go with? Yeah. Did I hear runny? Yeah, I was going to say runny like an egg that's gone all over the frying pan. I think Oscar's was better. <laughs> I, I'm loath to agree with you, but you're right. It was. <laughs> Yeah, I'd hate to agree with you because it implies I agree with any of your decisions. I hate it, but this one I'll agree with because it's about me. Start in Scunny, end up with money. That's so funny. Ha, ha, ha. You've done a good job. All right. Beautiful. So that was a that was a nice HMS we did there. We got, we got a good product. We got a good hobby lined up for those people that don't want to stray too far outside the home. How long are these tunnels? Like five meters? I mean, it's going to take you about an hour to get through it. So about five to ten meters. Oh, it, oh it's going to take a long time, but they're not long. They're very short. It's short tactile holiday cycling. It's beautiful. So I think that about does it for today. We are remote and we are on a schedule, so we better get going with our lives. And you should get going with yours. (laughs) Go on, get off the sofa. Sort yourself out. I wouldn't recommend taking the short tactile bike because... uh, It won't get you that far. (laughs) It won't get you far very quickly. I think that brings us to the end of the show today. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you like what you heard today, that's awesome. Share it with a friend. Share it with a family. Let them know what we're about. Let them know that we are here to help with their tiny little gripes. We got links. We got links they can see. We got links they can look at. We've got iTunes. We got SoundCloud. And we've got the Spotify. Not a Spotify. The Spotify. The only one. The only Spotify. Uh, And you can use any of those links and share them around and listen to them. And it's all good stuff. So get to it. If you have any of your own problems or suggestions or thoughts or feelings you'd like to share with the show, we would love to hear them. You can get in touch with us through any of the regular methods. You can find us on Twitter at FWSCast. We're on Facebook as First World Solutions and we can be emailed through FWSCast at gmail.com. I want to say a big thanks to our friend Aclam for his suggestion this week. Aclam Man. Aclam Man. Use his full name. I'm sorry. I thought we were friends. I thought I could go for the contracted one, but let's be professional. Thanks to our friend a clam man for his suggestion this week. Uh, we look forward to fixing a- any other name-related problems in the future for any of the rest of you. Um, yeah, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to turn your suggestions into gold. We check the sh- all of the uh, messages before the show every week so we can help out topically. Uh, a clam man, we hope this helps you out in your everyday life and you can go forward as the clam man you were born to be. <laughs> If you're listening to this show on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review because that really does help us out. Uh, helps us become more visible on that platform and we just really love hearing what you think. Uh, if you're on SoundCloud, obviously give us a comment and let us know what you think of the show there. It's always really fun seeing exactly what points people either just break down and can't listen anymore or feel, feel the need to talk to us about whatever weird stuff we may have been saying. Um, if you are listening to us on Spotify as well, please do share the follow link around as that actually really helps us out too. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. Have you? Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, do you want to maybe think about who you were? I think we, we all made some realisations about ourselves this week, Joel, and I'd like you to um, honour that. I've been Doja. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doja. I've been Loco. <laughs> I've been that. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> no problem. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful.